Hey, welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I am your host, Corey Mascara. Corey Mascara. I am your host, Corey Mascara. Great to be with you here on the third day of 2020. Still can't believe it's 2020, which means we still have to continue on the podcast theme of what do we do in the new year? More to come on that in a bit. But first, let's settle in, as we always do, with the sound of the bells. I'll ring them. You listen. Okay, so 2020. Yesterday, I gave you my perspective on what the first thing to do in the new year can be. Not necessarily should be, but uh, if you're into using the new year as a way to reground, reset, and then think about the next steps, then my first suggestion is, yes, to give yourself an opportunity to reflect, integrate, process just everything that's come beforehand to really get a sense of where you're at, who you are, and what does that version of yourself most need. But once we've done that, then we get to really have some fun with creation, thinking about the person we want to grow into, the version of ourselves we're excited to cultivate. And this is always a lot of fun for me. My mind has always been more inclined toward uh, uh, imagination and creativity. Uh, I when I was a kid, I wanted to be an inventor. I would just be thinking of new ideas, um, and that was always a lot of fun for me. And I've I've brought that creative drive, I guess you could call it, into how I think about my life and how I plan my life and uh, how I imagine what my life could be, which might be interesting for some people to hear, considering like a meditation teacher, shouldn't you always be in the present moment? And, um, well, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know that ideas about the future are not excluded from the present moment. They are things that happen in the present moment. And, in fact, the work that I'm doing right now would not have happened with future-minded thinking, without creative thinking about something that isn't currently here in the present moment. It was really the idea of, like, what my life could look like if... um, if I was someone who meditated or was more mindful or really cultivated presence, that future uh, sense of myself is the thing that inspired me to do the work in the present moment to be more here. So I'm a big fan of future thinking, and it is one of the things that distinguishes us from animals. You know, animals aren't walking around thinking about, you know, what's the best version of myself going to be in 2020? Like, who do I really want to grow into? Let me reflect on the past, the mistakes I've made, and uh, and and what I can really cultivate within myself this year. My values, my, my 10 steps to X, Y, and Z. You know, they don't do that. We, as human beings, um, have this amazing ability to reflect, to prospect, to think about the future and to create. It's that capacity of mind that also 
right, allows us to think about the future and ruminate about everything that that went wrong um, and anticipate anything that could go wrong. But it also allows us to imagine something that's not here yet, to sense where we are right now and where we could be, to see that in our mind's eye and to, to even feel that in our bodies of what would life like that look like. That is, that's magical, um, truly is. And I, I think everyone's had that experience, whether you realize it or not, where you were in a certain moment of your life and you imagined a, a person that you wanted to become or something that you wanted to get. And then at some point in the future, that that thing happened in some way, shape or form. Sometimes it's so far removed from the initial moment that we don't uh, make that connection in our minds. But um, I know I've had lots of experiences like that, and it's really cool to see how the the person that we we get to develop into can start with a single intention, letting ourselves brainstorm and imagine what our life could look like, even if we have no trace of it looking that way right now. So that's a lot of fun, and that's what I'm going to encourage for you, but I'm going to ask that we make a slight tweak to it as something to play with. Uh, A lot of the times, I think, when we go into these brainstorming imagination sessions, we immediately start thinking of, of, like, even what I've already said, like, what our life could look like and the things we'll have and what we'll be doing and the people we're around. Um, Maybe you've had this experience. I know that's what my mind goes to. I think about the different freedoms that I'll have and maybe the vacations I'd be able to take. And yes, I do think about money uh, and all the things that maybe I could do with that and the travel that I could do with that. Uh, I even think about my meditation practice and what I want that to look like. And there's just a lot of structural things in my mind. I'm, I'm like literally seeing my life as I want it to unfold. And it gets me really excited because that, that image, um, the imagination of that really inspires me and stirs up a lot of energy. But the tweak I'm going to encourage with this when we're contemplating like the person we're, we're looking to become or grow into is instead of focusing on the things you want or the life you see, I want you to ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? Instead of focusing on what you want, instead focus on what and how do you want to feel? This is a subtle adjustment, but it's important because sometimes the image and the ideas we have in our mind of what we want and who we want to become is based on you know past conditionings or ideas of a good life that have been marketed to us from an early age. And the thought of those things in our mind creates a, a certain kind of excitement. But a lot of times when we actually have those things or we're in those places, we don't always feel the way that we envisioned we would feel. But most of us have a sense of like how we actually want to feel in in our life, like what we want to grow into, what we're excited about, and you know, I'll give you I'll give you just a, a short example of how this tends to work for me. When I start thinking and planning and envisioning my life, you know, a, a lot of the things that might come up are 
like the retreats that I would be running, the amount of speaking engagements I might be doing, things like writing a book, which I'm going through right now, and all of the ideas of that, which is often like very teaching oriented, uh, really excite me and inspire me. But also, like simultaneously, a lot of times when I'm in those things, when the reality of those things come up, um, it's not always as exciting as my mind perceived it like a year ago or two years ago, which is sad to say. Even the book process, like it's a it's a lot to do. There's a ton of stress around it. Um, it feels agitated at times. It's frustrating. Uh, so it's not like in my mind, there's this vision of like, wow, if, you know, if I got there, there's a book and I'm doing X amount of retreats a year and I'm traveling to these speaking engagements. It's like, wow, life would be really good. Like there's an image a, a beautiful vision in my mind of that. But I'm I'm at that reality or at least the reality that I saw several years ago. I'm, I'm here right now. And it's not like those things are bringing all of this great, um, oh, what excitement's not the word because there is a lot of excitement but it's not like it, it's giving me that exact felt sense that I thought uh, I was going to get that I was looking for and so this is like the the little trap that the mind can play with us and this is where if we're not getting very clear on what we actually want to move toward we can go in a slightly different direction that seems like it's taking us there but isn't quite taking us there and so when I instead start to ask myself, like, what do I actually want to feel? Well, then the things that come up are things like really deep peace, or I want to feel really deeply aligned with my heart. Like I want to be able to, to go to bed each night and just feel like the, the life that I'm living is in alignment with, um, with, with my heart's deepest desire, like what would be most settling for my heart. Uh, I want to live with greater connection. Like I want to feel really rich and deep relationships with other people. And like when I continue to reflect, then it always comes back to like I I always want to feel like I am living each moment as if it were my last, like really taking it in, really being there fully for it. And I mean, as I'm doing it right now, I can even feel the difference. There's such a difference between reflecting on how I want to feel rather than like all the things that kind of get me excited. Now, once you have that, like how I want to feel, then you get to reverse engineer from there and take steps back and ask like, okay, well, what is actually required to get to some of that? And in the examples I just gave you, right, they're going to be very different steps to get to uh, putting together like retreats or different speaking engagements. Much of that, what's required for that is actually quite logistical and website stuff and marketing and all of that. But to get to places of like really deep peace within myself or a really deep centeredness and alignment with my heart, well, that actually requires crafting my my meditation practice, um, the level of mindfulness I'm bringing throughout my day, uh, getting very clear on what my values are and living in alignment with those. But I know doing those things will take me to that place of, of what I want to feel, how I want to feel uh, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. 
like the the experience I want to be having in all of the moments of my life. And that that experience is not guaranteed to me if I just imagine the future that I want and the things that will be there and the people that will be there and what I'll be doing. That feeling is not guaranteed to me. So this is my encouragement to you as you sit down for this next stage of the new year planning. Again, assuming that you're into this new year planning. But even if you're not and you're just looking to, at any point, make some uh, creation for the next step of your life, get really clear on how you want to feel and then reverse engineer from there. This is much more likely to take you to a place that you can trust you'll be happy that you're in once you're there. So I hope that's helpful for you. Reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, I continue to wish you well as you navigate this new decade. All right. Thanks for spending some time with me. I'll talk to you soon and take care. Hey, hey, welcome to the after party. A few announcements. First, a reminder, if you're listening on January 3rd, the book talk and signing is tonight in Huntington at Book Review, 7 to 9 p.m. Remember, it's not just a book signing. It's a talk, Q&A, we'll go through some meditation, uh, and then I'll be able to sign any books at the end. Just remember that they, they do ask that um, you buy a book there or something of equivalent value in order to get it signed. That's the way that the event ends up being for free, but it's still an awesome deal uh, considering most of my live events are over $100 for something like this. So um, I'd love to have you there. Just search for Corey Mascara Book Review uh, on Facebook and you can RSVP. Uh, that's the first thing. And if you're wondering what's this book thing about, I do have a book. It came out. It's called Stop Messing Your Life, How to Be Deeply Present in an Unpresent World. If you are looking to bring more mindfulness and presence into the new decade, into 2020, this book is your roadmap. So I highly suggest, uh, well, obviously I'm biased, but I still highly suggest checking that out uh, and using that as your map to really cultivate presence going into this next stage of your life, if that's what you're interested in. Hmm, what else do we have in the after party? Oh, the Facebook group. We do have a Facebook group called Practicing Human. Search for that. Lots going on there. A lot Over a thousand people in that group now. So there's a lot of interaction. Would love to have you there. And if you want free resources, guided meditations, app recommendations, other book recommendations, uh, sleep meditations, just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get all of those uh, resources to your inbox. And lastly, if you appreciate this podcast and what you're doing, what you're doing, what we're doing, then I would love if you left a review on iTunes. Goes a very long way, and it's much appreciated as we go into 2020. Thank you so much. That's all for now. I will talk to you soon. And until next time, have a day and take care.